Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Pop Culture University, where we talk about what is going on in pop culture and see what we can learn from it. What life lessons can we learn for ourselves from these celebrities who are putting their lives on blast? So when your friends tell you that talking about pop culture is useless, I think there's actually a lot of good lessons to learn. I am your host, Patty Eminger. You may know me as Patty Pop Culture from TikTok, Instagram, or YouTube if it is not your first time here. Thank you so much for coming back. I'm so happy you're part of the class. If it is your first time here, welcome. Take a seat wherever you would like. Everyone is welcome here. And let me tell you guys, what we're not going to do today is think about World War III and our potential impending doom. We're not going to think about how we might die. We're just going to vibe because that's really all we can do in this situation. Just don't think about it. Just continue on with your day. Focus on you. Focus on your blooming. Uh, something to focus on in this is the Euphoria finale is in two days. The season two finale is already here. People are going to be so upset that their obsession is over. We're all going to have to find new hobbies, but I'm dying for the finale. It's going to be over an hour long of an episode, and I hope all of our questions get answered. Like, will Jules and Rue make up? Is Nate gay? Will Cassie and Maddie's friendship end? Who's going to win the SmackDown is Fezco alive or dead? And why can't Lexi and Fez just live happily ever after? Is Ashtray going to save the day again? Will Faye get her lips deflated? Where did Cal Jacobs go? And why is he on Fire Island? Why was Kat in this season at all? I hope all of those questions get answered and more. Either way, you know we're all going to be seeing about it nonstop on our Twitter feed. So get ready for that. So until we're all talking about Euphoria, let's talk about the topics for today. One, which is that Kendall Jenner is pissing people off again with her new Vogue magazine spread. And we're going to talk about why people say she should stop modeling. The weekend chose absolutely the worst woman he could have chose to be his new girlfriend because she is best friend with two of his exes. I knew he was messy. We're going to talk about what Selena Gomez and Bella Hadid both feel about it. And then we're going to talk about Megan the Stallion and Tory Lanez and the whole you shot me in the foot drama and their court case that is unraveling and the fact that Tory is trying to paint out Megan to be a liar and she went so hard on him on Instagram it was explosive and then lastly we're going to talk about what Kim said about Kanye's Instagram post in a new court filing and how they're affecting her and the real reason Pete Davidson deleted his Instagram already we're talking about all of this so let's get into it but before that if you can just rate this podcast five stars on spotify you're already here it would help me so much or apple podcast if you're there that would help me so much too leave a review and a way that we can organically spread this podcast is if you screenshot yourself listening to it and post it on your instagram story and just tag me in it so i can see and reply to you and then all your friends can see it and that would be like the most organic and helpful way to help me grow the podcast big shout out to everyone who posted it on their story last episode i love you guys so much thank you let's get into today's episode welcome to pop culture university take your seats she never was a freak and she said you made me forever forever ever juicy baby
The weekend is making everyone break girl code with his sexy falsetto wiles as his new girlfriend is best friends with both of his exes. Speaking of euphoria, it's like real life euphoria up in this bitch. And we saw how that went with Maddie and Cassie. That friendship did not last. So as you probably remember, Bella Hadid and The Weeknd were together from 2015 to 2019. They broke up and got back together more times than Tristan Thompson and Khloe Kardashian. But they were a train wreck that we just love to watch because they're sexy. They're superstars. They had that iconic moment on the Victoria's Secret fashion show where Bella was walking and The Weeknd was singing and she walked by him and they touched and I fucked each other on the stage and rubbed each other until she had to continue her walk right to the front, hit her poses, and then walk back. And he stared at her ass the whole time. It was the best thing that's ever happened to the Victoria's Secret fashion show since it is now canceled. They were mess. We love them. Um, And you also probably know that in between the whole Bella and the weekend relationship during one of their breaks, Selena Gomez inserted herself in there with for a weekend relationship. She kept the weekend satisfied for the weekend, if you know what I'm talking about. They had, they were dating Selena and the weekend from January 2017 to October 2017. After that, they broke up and it was very uh, amicable, we have heard. And they never got back together after because she, you know, went back to Justin after. The dating pool in Hollywood must be so small. They must be exhausted. The dating pool must be smaller than the gay dating pool. Um, and yeah, it must be small because now the weekend is dating Simi Kondra who is ex-best friends with both Bella and Selena. Now, if you don't know who Simi Kondra is, she is a uh, 29-year-old DJ and twin Instagram baddie who is mostly known for her Instagram account with her sister, Hayes, and their at is Simi and Hayes, if you want to check them out. They're both very beautiful, definitely looks like The Weeknd's type, and apparently they started hanging out about a little over a month ago at The Weeknd's Dawn FM release party his last album they were seen just like rubbing elbows with each other they were probably like getting into the groove not really sure how it was going to go but they were starting to canoodle at his release party and then on his 32nd birthday this weekend in las vegas she attended and she was actually djing and they were seen kissing making out behind the booth Sources tell E.T. that they are seeing each other and going on dates, but they are not officially committed yet. But they are at that point where it's like, we're not exclusive, but we're not going to see anyone else. And rightfully so, after hearing this news, Bella Hadid is salty. She is hot. She's literally gonna get violent, as Maddie Perez would say. She will fuck you up. They were longtime friends, uh... Simi and Bella. They would vacation together, many Instagram posts together. They would celebrate things together. And now Bella is so mad at Simi that she decided to hit the unfollow button. Which, as we know, is like the official breakup of the 21st century. You would have to do something real bad for me to unfollow you. Like, that's serious. That's like cutting the umbilical cord. Like, we are separated. We're done. Um, so she unfollowed her. She's hot. And sources from Bella say that while she isn't concerned who The weekend is dating because they are done, she thought it wasn't the best move by her friend in the way that she did in, and in the communication. And I completely agree. I would feel the same exact way, especially since they were on and off for so long. And they weren't off that long ago. It's like <clears throat> with Justin and Selena, like there were definitely still feelings there. I think there's still feelings, feelings for both of them. The weekend's probably still writing songs about her. And everything like that on his Dawn FM album. So honestly, how dare Simi 
and not even like give Bella that fair communication. If you're going to break girl code, at least do it in a respectful way. Like she almost married that man. I would be pissed, angry. Good thing she unfollowed. She just wants those people out of her life. That's what I would do too. If like something like that happened to me, oh my God, I would like, first of all, I would have a heart attack and die. I would fall on the ground and have a stroke if one of my best friends got with someone who I was just with. I'm a bit of an overreactor like that. I would not be okay with that. But um, anyway, Selena Gomez. <laughs> Selena is so messy. So it wasn't even like huge public knowledge that Simi and Selena were big friends. But apparently they are really close friends because literally I'm not making this up. Yesterday, you can go and look on Selena Gomez's Instagram yesterday right when this news broke that the weekend and simi were together selena posted a picture of herself and simi and her sister and said since 2013 heart and they're like hugging and like being bffs so apparently like they're best fucking friends and that's a little interesting because you know selena and the weekend also used to date however sources from selena's camp are saying that selena does not care her and the weekend ended on great terms and they really have no desire to go back or rekindle anything so this is actually like a really healthy thing. She's not mad at the weekend or Simi. What I find interesting though is that I'm gonna say something. I think the Simi and Simi and the weekend's relationship is PR. And I only think that because Selena Gomez got involved and posted it right at this time when the weekend is heavily promoting his Don FM album and doing all these events to promote it. And he's about to have huge events in London. And he was actually supposed to make an announcement today about Don FM, but he decided not to because of the Russia and Ukraine thing. So he's going to postpone that. But I think he had something really big planned for his album to try to make sales. And he wanted to have like a PR relationship with someone to boost those sales because that's going to get him pressed. And I think. If I had a gun to my head and I had to guess if one celebrity couple ever was a PR relationship, I would feel most confident that The Weeknd and Selena Gomez were that PR relationship. So I think he was like, hey, Selena, I'm going to get a new PR girlfriend. Can you post about us on your Instagram or cause some buzz on your Instagram so I can get some clout for my album? That's what I think happened. And I think it's suspicious that they met at a Dawn FM party. So I think The Weeknd is doing this with this girl who is friends with two of his exes because he knew it would cause a big stir and look i'm talking about it so i'm sure he got what he wanted but i am um, i think simi is probably getting paid for this and bella is still probably mad at simi so that's fucked up anyway what can we learn from this really weigh out if it's worth dating your best friend's ex if you do because that is breaking a code of friendship for sure it could be cool like the weekend in selena or it could be bad like bella and the weekend so just really weigh out if it is okay or it could be bad even worse like maddie and cassie and the weekend is the Nate Jacobs in this situation. Um, yeah, so just weigh that out. Alexa, play Best Friends by The Weeknd. I'm not looking for you're my best friend now. You're my best friend now. Oh, I don't want to be responsible for your heart if we fall. Cause I get clumsy and tear it apart. I love you so. Kendall Jenner is damaging the Kardashian brand yet again and keeping her reputation as the most problematic Kardashian. So we already know that she has pissed off so many people this year and it's not even March yet. Starting with her 818 tequila brand appropriating culture and then she's completely ripped off another tequila brand called 512 i made another podcast episode about that whole drama she literally carbon copied their whole brand just because she knew it was profitable 818 is a lie and then she offended people 
for parking in handicapped spots to go to yoga class when she didn't have to. And she's pissing people off again with her new Vogue spread. So you probably saw Kim Kardashian's Vogue cover shoot that just came out. She looked amazing. She was in that like pink and blue kind of spacey looking outfit. Kendall Jenner was also in that issue. She had a spread in there and the spread was titled Kendall Jenner test out the fearlessly colorful new minimalism. And the spread talked about where mean electric color and attitude meet. And it was supposed to be like simple yet really like fierce and badass. And people are saying that this shoot is some of the worst modeling they have ever seen. People are dumbfounded about how Kendall keeps getting these jobs. And they say she is just getting worse and worse as the years go on. And she wasn't even that good to start with. That's what other people are saying. There's, I saw a, two viral TikToks. One was saying that any model who was not Kendall Jenner would have been dropped from their agencies if their photo shoots were this lackluster. And it was a very big TikToker. It held over 100,000 likes. And then another person was saying that she was like analyzing her whole photo shoot as if she was Tyra Banks on America's Next Top Model. She was saying that the poses were bad. The face was bad. She wasn't posing with the kids in the photo shoot at all. She wasn't playing with the set. She just wasn't giving what she should have given. And she's not model material. And then they were coming for her recent IQ photo shoot that Kim was also on a few months ago. Um, saying that Kim's was good, but Kendall's, even though it was like sexual and like provocative, that it just wasn't giving what it's supposed to and that people are sick of seeing her as a model. They say that Kim and Kylie are both better models, or as Kim would say, more interesting to look at. But if you remember, Kendall has all these accolades for being a model. She was, she is still the highest paid model and she was since 2018. This year, just from her, all her work alone, just, oh, well, in 2021, so the last full year, she made over $40 million from all her work. She's had almost a dozen Vogue covers already. And one year, she actually had five fall Vogue covers in one year because there's 20 different like uh, spreads of Vogue over like around the whole world. And she had five of the fall ones in one year. She was also named the fashion icon of the decade. So she has all these accolades and people are just sick of seeing her prosper when they don't think she has the vernacular or the talent skill or the passion to do so they think her shoots should go to other people some people were just suggesting that she only does american vogue photo shoots now because they don't want to see her spread anywhere else let me read some of the tweets she was trending they say when are we going to stop pretending kendall jenner can model after her latest work in vogue i'm done i'm tired someone else said every time kendall jenner posts a new vogue campaign her modeling seems to just get worse Someone else said, why was Kendall Jenner on like eight pages of Vogue this month? Like, please stop. And then lastly, someone said, Kendall Jenner for Vogue, go girl, give us nothing. And that was the general consensus. I'll put the photos on my Instagram story. It's her in like minimal sets, but she still has a lot of props to work with. And there's still, her outfits are still fierce for it being like a minimal shoot, but she just wasn't working with the whole set and her outfits or her face enough and that's what people were saying there's also some kids in the shoot like painting on her and kendall was really giving them nothing to work with they were carrying the shoot so go check it out tell me what you think yeah and people are just sick of her modeling and say she only has these accolades because she is a car jenner even though she insists that it was even harder for her to be a model and break through the industry because of that and she's just that good that she's still the highest paid model even though i feel like i saw this one theory that says like that said, Kendall Jenner is slowly changing her face to look like Emily Redikowski's. 
which I actually see a lot of people say about her. I don't know who Emily Ratajkowski is. She's also a model, but she's also really big in like acting and music videos and stuff. Um, Emily Ratajkowski, there's this theory about her that like every few years, a lot of models in the industry will like change their face and their look to model someone else to be like them. And apparently like Emily Ratajkowski's is like the new face that everyone wants in the past few years. So people are like, Kendall's just trying to be her now. And people are just done with Kendall's shit all her problematic shit and now just her as a person i guess so she's pissing people off what can we learn from this not everyone who is at the top tier of their field deserves to be there don't compare yourself to others because you don't know what advantages or different lives they have led you could be more qualified and more deserving but that just isn't how things work it's not what you know it is who you know so just stay in your own lane focus on yourself do what you need to do to launch yourself We'll get you in and get you far Shouldn't be about who it is you know But about how good you are Don't wanna be a part of The good old boys club Cigars and handshakes Appreciate you but no Megan Thee Stallion is coming under fire again, literally under fire, as we're going to talk about the time that Tory Lanez shot her in the foot in their upcoming trial. It is fucking messy. Megan Thee Stallion is so fascinating to me, I would just like to say right now. I have never been so interested with, with a celebrity since like when Ariana Grande first came out. I love Megan Thee Stallion. She's so fascinating to me. She has so much success. She's taken over the music industry at this point countless hits she is that girl on the radio and the charts she's so generous she started her own nonprofit, the Pete and thomas foundation helping people in houston she went to college and she wants to open assisted living uh centers for elderly people and even though she's constantly facing adversity and trying to be torn down she always stays on the high road if you remember her label just three days ago we were talking about it uh there's a huge controversy going on with them. She filed a lawsuit against them. They wanted to stop her from releasing music, not go to another um, label. And they owe her money, won't let her out of her contract. And now she has new drama with Tory Lanez, another lawsuit, and another blow up on Instagram. It's been a busy week for Megan. Let me catch you up to speed, though. So in July 2020, if you remember, Megan the Stallion and Tory Lanez, along with Megan's best friend, Kelsey, were all hanging out at Kylie Jenner's pool party. Yep, Kylie Jenner. They were all hanging out there at Kylie's house, drinking, having a fun time. And then they all left late in the night, um, a few of them being drunk. And while the three of them were driving home together, Megan, Tori, and Megan's best friend, Kelsey, an argument ensued and Megan wanted to get out of the car to just walk home. She said this argument happened when she was almost home anyway, so she just wanted to get out of the car and walk home. And while she was walking away from the car, Tori Lane's popped out of the car and shot her in the foot twice there's videos of them all being approached and detained by police with a helicopter around them lights on them laying on the floor and megan walking with her hands up with blood trailing where she was stepping because she was shot in the foot it's a crazy video um i've made a few tiktoks about it uh if you haven't seen it just google toy lanes megan the stallion scene of getting shot however right when it happened she didn't tell the police that Tory Lanez shot her. She said that she was 
This is what she said after. Quote, I suffered gunshot wounds as a result of a crime that was committed against me and done with the intention to physically harm me. I was never arrested and police officers drove me to the hospital where I underwent surgery to remove bullets. I'm incredibly grateful to be alive and I'm expected to make a full recovery. So at first she didn't say who shot her. She didn't say it was Tori because um, they used to be super close friends and one, she wanted to protect him and she wanted to protect him from charges for shooting someone, especially since he would get bad court punishments for that and because the cops were there like when she had the blood on her foot and everything they were at the scene they were there and she didn't want to tell the cops that tori has a gun and she just shot her because she didn't know what the cops would do to tori or if they would act irrationally and potentially kill tori because he is a black man and if they saw he had a gun she just didn't want him to die so she wanted to protect him which is really smart she spared him but if you think about it she didn't have to Here's her explaining the situation a little bit. It's a little bit of a long video, but it's really good. So enjoy Megan telling what happened. So, since y'all hoes so worry about it, yes, this Tory shot me. You shot me. And you got your publicists and your people going to these blogs lying and shit. Stop lying. I tried to keep the situation off the internet but you dragging it motherfuckers talking about i hit this n i never hit you motherfuckers was like oh she mad because he was trying to fuck with kylie no i wasn't like you dry shot me like everybody in the car it's only four motherfuckers in the car me you my homegirl and your security this from out the back seat of the car Start shooting me. You shot me. I ain't get cut by no glass, but let me tell you why they saying that. When the when the police, because the people in the neighborhood, there's a witness. The police come. I'm scared. All this shit going on with the police. The police is, is shooting motherfuckers for anything. The police was literally killing black people for no motherfucking reason. Soon as the police tell us all get out the motherfucking car, the police is really aggressive. You think I'm about to tell the police that we... Niggas, us black people got a gun in the car? You want me to tell the laws that, that we got a gun in the car so they can shoot all of us up? I'm scared. It's a fucking helicopter over us. It's some more shit. Why the fuck would I tell the laws somebody got a gun in this car and this nigga shot me? So I can get shot, you can get shot, she can get shot, he can get shot. I ain't tell the police what happened immediately right then because I didn't want to die. I don't want to I don't want the police to shoot me because it's a nigga with a gun in the car. I'm leaking, I'm bleeding. Motherfucker, somebody, I'm lying, bitch. Did I pay a helicopter to come over me and, and uh, record my feet leaking blood? No. How the fuck I'm going to fake that? Stop stop spreading lies. Stop getting on the internet acting like this shit your motherfucking diary. Truth motherfucking is, bitch. You shot me. You scared to come tell everybody that you fucking shot me. And you got your whole fucking team on the internet lying. Trying to cover your motherfucking ass. And I'm tired of it. Stop doing that shit. Stop dragging me and y'all motherfuckers don't even know what was what really happened. Y'all just wasn't there. Yeah, isn't all that shit batshit crazy? There was like 150,000 people watching that Instagram live. Um, she said she she said that he didn't even have much of a motive besides being drunk from the party and the fight that they got in, which wasn't even that bad. So, you know, she eventually told the world in that video that it was him and then she got a restraining order against him and now she's taking him to court over the events she is suing him 
And while the court date isn't set till April, Tory's defense is already starting and he's trying to build his defense already, even though the trial hasn't happened yet. Tory is trying to build up evidence to use in his defense for court, starting with the facts that he is paying huge blogs online in the media to lie and say that according to legal reports, Tory's DNA was not found on the gun obtained in the crime scene. He's having blogs spread that all over social media so millions of people think it and it becomes like common knowledge. He did that yesterday. This pissed Megan off because he's paying people to lie about her. It is complete bullshit and lies. So Megan the Stallion took to Instagram and said, court ain't even started. So why y'all ready to start lying? I know some of y'all blogs on payroll, but please don't get sued trying to create a hate campaign. Be a real journalist and post facts. And to my haters, keep making yourself look stupid. I don't care. Y'all got breaking news 15 minutes before court started and nobody has even called in yet. Y'all trying to win a social media campaign. This is my real life. Y'all trying to get retweets spreading false narratives. Why are you lying? What did you gain? She tagged one of the journalists that posted about that. But that journalist who's on payroll did not stop and the blogs continued and they said, update, Tory Lane's trial adjourned till April with Tory's lawyer telling the court that they have completed DNA results from the prosecution, which is very pleasing to his client. I saw this document myself. It literally says it was inconclusive in finding Tory's DNA on the gun or in the magazine. He was just trying to keep the lie that he's being paid to tell and the lies in Tory's defense just keep building and building up. So Megan was not fucking having it. She started posting her own defense, even though their court date isn't even until April. So she exposed private texts that I'm sure her and Tori talked about not like never exposing. She decided to expose them. And they are texts from the day after Tori shot Megan, the day after Kylie's house. And they are texts from Tori received by Megan that said, Meg, I know you probably never going to talk to me again, but I genuinely want you to know I'm sorry from the bottom of my heart. And I was just too drunk. Nonetheless, shit should have never happened and I can't change what I did. I just feel horrible. Her caption of this post where she exposed the text said, Lie your way out of this. If you ain't do shit, what you apologizing for? The lawyers got your phone records and mine, all your texts. They're going to get you recorded on the jail phone talking to Kelsey, apologizing, begging us not to talk. This text is extremely incriminating for him, and no doubt he should fucking feel bad. He shot her in the foot. That's what I would say. The text is from the day after. He said he was too drunk, and we know he was drinking that night, so everything adds up. He was apologizing to Megan for shooting her. And over a text, too, in like three messages, really, Tori? That's even worse than shooting me, saying something like that over a text. Anyway, Tori was actually saying that this text does not add up in the timeline and that Megan is lying. She's taking a different text out of context, trying to build her defense. And he was saying the thing that he was actually apologizing to Megan for in that text was that he slept with two of her friends, of her best friends. And apparently she was very upset about that. And that is what he was apologizing to her for. He tweeted, good dick had me fucking two best friends and I got caught. That's what I apologized for. It's sick how you spun it, though. He is a crazy, insane, narcissist, sociopath. That he is doing lies on top of lies, on top of Megan's truth, just to start building his defense now because he doesn't want to go to jail. Because he, if Tori is convicted of this, to put this in perspective, he could go to jail for 22 years. So he is doing everything he possibly can. Megan came right back on him on Instagram, 
fired up as fuck and said, fucking two best friends, you shot me. You know what you were apologizing for. You keep putting a narrative out that me and my friend fell out about you and that's not true. Why are you skipping over the shooting? Just admit you shot me. Because she definitely ain't do it and I ain't shoot my damn self. Bitch. Fucking exactly, Megan. If there was only three people there, did Megan shoot herself? Like, who does he think shot her? She had to get surgery and get two bullets removed from her foot. Someone shot her and it wasn't her friend. But that's going to be Tori's defense. That I guess that her friend shot her because they got in a fight over Tori. Insane. And it's not going to work. And it's the most convincing trial since OJ. But it's not going to work. It's actually not convincing. It's the most unconvincing, convincing thing since OJ. She continued and said, you think it's okay to shoot me, then harass me online and make it like this was some weird cat fight. What the actual fuck is wrong with you? Yeah, that's the perfect response. And that's where that ended for now. What the fuck is wrong with him is right. He's trying to build his defense. Megan isn't having it. And their court date is set for April. So what can we learn from this? Do not let people lie on you. Do what you have to do to bring the truth to light. And for all you liars out there, you can't lie your way out of everything. Your lies will catch up to you. So be careful. Imagine niggas lying by shooting a real bitch Just a safe face for rapper niggas you chill with Imagine me giving a fuck it was your fucking birthday You and your feelings, I just thought it was another Thursday Now imagine me cop blocking niggas on some dry shit I don't want you on a bitch, believe you wouldn't have been invited And if it wasn't for me, same week you'd have been invited You off the M's, not the talk, I guess that made my friend excited hm, Now y'all in cahoots, hm, you a pussy bitch You shot a 510 bitch with a 22 Talking about bones and tendons like them bullets wouldn't pellets Pussy nigga with a pussy gun in his feelings Okay, he in the back sitting, he keep calling me a bitch We all know the shit I could've came back with He talking about his followers, dollars and goofy shit I told him, you're not popping, you just on the remix Now here we are, 2028 20, months later And we still ain't got no fucking justice for Breonna Taylor Any nigga on that nigga side is a clout chaser A bitch who we fucking know a hoe Okay, so lastly we're gonna skim over the Kanye and Pete Kim thing Because this podcast has been going on for too long so Pete Davidson was only on Instagram for seven days before he officially deleted his account. He got 2 million followers. That must be some kind of record, but he deleted it after that. And Kanye West was very proud of this. And he thought that he was the reason that Pete deleted his Instagram. So Kanye posted about it and said, I ran Skeet off Instagram. Tell your mother I changed your name forever from Pete Davidson to Skeet. Kanye was so thrilled with himself. But Pete's sources have come through and said, Pete did absolutely not delete his Instagram because of Kanye. He was not ran off the app because of Kanye. He was only on Instagram because he has a lot of projects coming up and he wanted to promote them on Instagram. He was never going to like really start posting. It was just for work. And after seeing how negative Instagram can be in only one week with all the comments and DMs he was getting, he just decided to delete it because he remembered why he hated Instagram in the first place. Just because it's a massively negative space for someone of his fame. And he's just not built like that. Like, he's not built different like Kim K, who can, like, handle all that shit. He just didn't want to be on there anymore, and it wasn't because of Kanye. Kanye is also harassing Kim, as always. And Kim filed a new court document in the response to Kanye trying to stop Kim from being proclaimed legally single, which we talked about in the last episode. Kanye doesn't want her to be legally single, and Kim yesterday filed her own response to Kanye's objection. And in Kim's super fucking sad court filing... She said, Kanye has been putting a lot of misinformation regarding our private matters and co-parenting on social media, which has created emotional distress. Well, I wish our marriage would have succeeded. I have come to the realization that there is no way to repair our marriage. Kanye does not agree, but at least it appears that he has come to the realization that I want to end our marriage, even if he doesn't. 
so I can begin the healing process and so that our family can begin the healing process and we can move forward with this chapter of our lives. So eloquently and nicely put, Kim Kardashian has been dealing with this for so long and I just want her to be free. They've been divorced for over a year at this point and Kanye, well, she's filed for divorce on February 19, 2021 and Kanye just still will not work with his attorneys. His attorneys are pissed at him even more pissed than Skeet and Billie Eilish and Taylor Swift and all the other celebrities that are being dragged into his fucking mess. Even his attorneys are mad at him because he just won't push the divorce filing forward. They're going to have a hearing in March to see if Kim will finally be declared legally single or not so she can just, you know, be with Pete and live happily ever after on TikTok with North. And I really want that for her. I just want her to be able to waddle around her cream museum-looking house with her thin waist and fat ass peacefully with pete like happily you know and not have to deal with this kanye drama anymore so i hope the lawyer finally declares her legally single and that is that on that we always talk about peeing kim and kanye so i usually would start the podcast with that now i just put it at the end you know if you want to stick around for them that's the pete kim kanye news for the day i'm sure kanye will post something in 30 seconds Anyway, thank you for coming to Pop Culture University today. Let's review what we learned. From Megan and Tori, we learned that you cannot lie your way out of everything. And the truth will be brought to light. And your lies will catch up with you. So be careful. From Kendall Jenner, we learned not everyone who is at the top of their field deserves it. Don't compare yourself to other people in your field because you did not come from the same place. It is not what it appears on the outside. And from the weekend, we learned that you need to weigh out if it's really worth dating your best friend's ex because those are two valuable relationships in your life that you could potentially be ending one of them for the other. Thank you so much for listening. I love you. If you can just rate this podcast five star on Spotify or Apple Podcast, it would make my day. Again, if you post it on your story, I will respond to you. I hit up everyone who uh, I saw they mentioned me in their story. So yeah, thank you so much for coming and I hope you got some value and I hope you enjoy your weekend. You deserve it. Go have fun and be safe. Love you. Bye. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.